0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained there for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. My dear friends, the good news, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, Lent is a time for love. Lent is a time where we set aside in our life and intensely focus on our relationship with God. So that we can love him more and love him better at the end of Lent. So there's some change in our life. Or we focus on the love of our neighbor. Maybe that's something that's lacking in our life. And we need to find more ways to love our neighbor. Or perhaps we even fo- or could focus on love of ourself. Maybe there's something disordered in the way that we think about ourselves. We all have a little bit of self-loathing. But maybe that's inordinate in your life, and you have to learn to love yourself better. So Lent is this time of love. It's a time of renewal. It's a time of repentance. And it's a time of starting again. By God's grace. Isn't that wonderful, God's grace? We get the grace from God to start again. We go to confession. We get to begin again. Every year in our our, our liturgical calendar, we begin again with our relationship with God, begin afresh, and become renewed. So that's the season of Lent that we're in, and I wanted to focus in on this uh, gospel from Mark, because we're in Mark this year, by the way, we're in Mark. So all of you on the Catholic Bible bus, you should be reading Mark at home but we're so excited about this year because, or every time we have Mark because Mark is so short we also get a lot of John during this year so at home you should be reading the Gospel of Mark or the Gospel of John just because, you know if you just come to Mass and hear the Gospel you'll never know it because it's all broken into little pieces you won't know what follows what or, who follow, or why he did this or why he went there or what's coming next and when you read it Just at home, you get a really good sense of what our story is. We have to know our story. We know Harry Potter. We know Star Wars. We know Star Trek. We know all these other stories, but we have to make sure we know our own story. So be reading Mark uh, and John this year at home. Okay. What did I come to say? Yes. So Jesus is, goes into the desert, uh, led into the desert by the Holy Spirit for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. Sorry, that's, that's Luke. Let me get back to Mark. Jesus, <laughs> They're right next to each other here. Uh, Jesus remained in the desert for 40 days, dr- driven out there by the Spirit, tempted by Satan. He was among the wild beasts and the angels ministered to him. So that's a good description of uh, what our Lent is modeled on. A desert time. Uh, A time to intensify our normal spiritual practices. We don't just do them during Lent, but we do them all year long. But during Lent, we intensify those practices. And there's four of them prayer. So you know, if you only prayed during Lent, you'd be spiritually dead. So you can see my argument here. Prayer. And then fasting and self-denial or mortification, and the alms deeds or loving our neighbor. These four things we intensify during these 40 days in preparation for our Easter season. And that's good, but I was thinking that that's a very specific case, Lenten season, and it fits, but I was thinking that this also fits our whole life. We're in the desert because we're just like the Jewish people who are in the desert for 40 years on the way to the promised land. We're not in the promised land. We're on the way to the promised land, and we are in, our whole life is a desert experience where these things are happening to us 365 days out of the year. We are sometimes tempted by the devil. We are... uh, and there's wild animals out there. I was thinking of the wild animals to be things like war or natural disaster or criminals. There's uh, there's wild animals who could get us at any turn as we're walking. And we're ministered to by the angels. So not only is it Lent, it's our whole life we're in this desert experience. And I want to focus in on these angels today. Because the Lord in his beauty and providence has given us all angels and and made angels, even though they're a different species than us, he's made them part of our family. So they they are in it with us. They are bound to us. The angels are bound up with us on our journey to God. And it's very important, I believe, to realize that every day and to pray to the angels. That old prayer we learned as a kid, it's it's good for adults, too. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God loves, commits me here ever this day, be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide. I say that every time I visit someone in the hospital. And it's so beautiful when I'm going into the hospital, calling on the holy angels to enter in this hospital with me to bring healing and miracles as I come forth to be with people. So the angels, first thing is to pray with them. The second thing is ask God to send angels to people that you know that are in trouble. I do it all the time. I'm just so amazed at what how, what the angels do when you ask God. Send angels to my sister Ellen. Send angels to this person who is suffering. Send holy angels to the doctors and the nurses as they perform this operation on such a person so asking God to send your holy angels if you do that you're going to see a lot of miracles happening in your life and in the life of your uh, beloveds and your families and friends thirdly I would say you know when you meet someone or when you walk into a room try to develop this mental habit of thinking first of all salute that person's angel Father Patrick, I salute your guardian angel. I salute you. (laughs) Salute that angel, uh, or try to think how many angels are in that room. Think, Think about how many angels are in this room right now. There are more angels than there are matter in the universe, than there are bits of matter. There's more angels, Thomas Aquinas says. So this room is full, especially during the second part of the mass, they're going to stream into here and be in the presence of God. So Try to think when you walk into a room or when you meet someone, think about those angels. And the fourth one I just want to give you is just pay attention today during Mass, how many times the angels are mentioned. They're mentioned a lot. (laughs) Listen for the angels, the authorities, the principalities, the powers. We call on them during our worship a lot. Uh, Before worship, myself, I always invite the seraphim to come the seraphim who who lift up our level of worship to God they're the some of the highest they're the highest angels the seraphim so continue to don't ignore your angels they're bound up with you they're your friends i like to call them unemployed day workers they need something to do <laughs> give them ask them to help you in all these various tasks and the angels will respond And you'll be with them, you know, forever in eternity. They will be there with you. So it's good to befriend them now and to speak to them now.